this bulletin, a new partnership agreement announced to close the gap in New South Wales. A damning review into offshore detention contracts is released. And Egypt warns Israel it may suspend the Camp David peace treaty if Israeli troops enter Rafah. The New South Wales government has signed a closing the cup partnership agreement to help improve health, education and social outcomes for First Nations peoples. The agreement has been signed by New South Wales Premier Chris Means, the New South Wales Coalition of Aboriginal Peak Organisations and local government New South Wales. The partnership agreement addresses the first reform priority in the Closing the Gap National Agreement, the establishment of formal partnerships and shared decision-making. John Lear, co-chair of the Coalition of Aboriginal Peak Organisations New South Wales, says achieving this level of partnership requires a sustained commitment to overhauling government processes around decisions relating to First Nations peoples. The progress made across the last three years is indicative of what we can achieve with legitimate and ongoing engagement from all parties, and I look forward to continuing to break ground in this space. New South Wales is the second jurisdiction after South Australia to formalise a state-based partnership under Closing the Gap and the first to involve local government. A new government, a new, a new South Wales government support program for women who live outside major cities are Indigenous, veterans, or face other challenges. Finding work has been extended. A new round of grants has been made available under the state's Return to Work Pathways program, providing up to two million dollars to support women to train for and get jobs. A damning review has revealed that companies suspected of bribery and money laundering secured substantial government contract, contracts through the nation's offshore processing system. Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill released the report by former ASIO boss Dennis Richardson. Dennis Richardson's re- review is released by our government today and it is an extraordinary document. This extraordinary doc- document dictates a decade of uh, contracting between the Home Affairs Department under Peter Dutton, which saw hundreds of millions of dollars potentially funnelled into companies which were using that money to undertake criminal wrongdoing. We are talking here about things like the trafficking of drugs, the trafficking of human beings, uh, the subversion of sanctions against Iran and other criminal activities. Now, this report raises some very important questions for Peter Dutton. This is a system that he set up under the Home Affairs Department. The review did not find any evidence of ministerial involvement in the regional processing contracts or procurement decisions. The federal government says employers are expected to exercise their common sense when applying the right to disconnect workplace reforms. Following criticisms arguing the reforms may bring an end to flexible working arrangements, Federal Minister Tanya Plibersek told Seventh Sunrise that the laws are about making sure you are not on call 24 hours a day. The opposition says it will scrap the workplace reforms if the coalition returns to government after choosing not to vote against amendments that consider breaches of the reform a criminal matter. Federal MP Mark Thistlethwaite says the government will make those amendments this week. Um, the, the opposition refused to allow some sensible amendments to that legislation in the Senate last week. Uh, 
when the government attempted to move amendments that removed penalties from that legislation, the opposition refused to grant leave to the government to move those amendments. As a consequence, we will be fixing that legislation this week and moving those amendments. There are fresh calls for Labour to axe negative gearing. The Greens will push Labour to reconsider the tax concessions as a condition of their support for the help to buy housing legislation. Negative gearing allows investors to deduct losses from assets against income most commonly used for property investments. Greens leader Adam Bandt says negative gearing is unfair for first home buyers. Labour's scheme helps 0.2% of people who want to buy a home while pushing up prices for everyone else. You shouldn't have to win a lottery to buy your first home. The Greens will push Labor to axe these billions of dollars in tax handouts to wealthy property moguls that are denying millions of renters the chance to buy their home. Egypt has warned it may suspend its peace treaty with Israel if Israeli troops enter Gaza's densely populated border town of Rafah. The threat arose after Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu deemed sending troops to Rafah necessary to win the four-month war against Hamas. Over half of Gaza's 2.3 million population has sought refuge in Rafah, crowding into sprawling tent camps and United Nations-run shelters near the border. Mr. Netanyahu has told U.S. network ABC civilians in Rafah could flee north to areas that have been cleared by Israeli army. Well, Rafah is a, is a very small percentage of uh, Gaza, and I think it's about 10% or 15%. I mean, the estimates... Uh, the area north of Gaza that has already been cleared. No, well, the, the areas that we've cleared north of Rafah are uh, plenty of areas there, but uh, we are working out a detailed plan to do so. Iran is marking the 45th anniversary of its Islamic revolution. Thousands of people have marched through highly decorated streets and major squares. In the capital city, Tehran, crowds have carried placards with death to America and death to Israel printed on them and burnt the flags of these two countries. The military has shown off some of its missiles and a paratrooper has jumped from a plane carrying a Palestinian flag. The celebrations are being held amidst tight security following an attack one month ago by IS in central Iran that left at least 95 people dead. Iran blames this attack on the U.S. and Israel. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley says Donald Trump's statement that he would encourage Russia to attack NATO is irresponsible. A rally in the state of South Carolina at a rally in the, state, in the southern state of Carolina, Mr. Trump said that he'd go as far as to encourage Russia to attack any NATO member country who had not made sufficient financial contributions to the alliance. The chief executive of one of Nigeria's largest banks is believed to have died in a nighttime helicopter crash in the desert in the United States over the weekend. Herbert Wigwe, the chief executive of Access Bank, was among the six people on board the helicopter. All aboard perished in the accident that occurred in the desert in the western state of Nevada, not far from the border with California. 
the crashes initially proving to be difficult to investigate as the helicopter did not have a cockpit flight recorder or a data recorder and was not required to have these. Michael Graham, one of the one from the US National Transportation Safety Board, says the weather may have played a role in the accident, but the remoteness of the location means this can't be confirmed as yet. It was reported by witnesses that there was rain with some wintry mix. We currently have uh, a meteorologist working on our team and we are working to analyze and get the exact weather conditions at that time. Of course, that's uh, out in the middle of the desert, so we'll have to find the closest uh, reporting stations nearby to be able to give any accurate information as far as the weather was at the scene. And to sport, Australia's teenage cricketers have emulated their seniors by beating India to become champions of the world. Hugh Wapkin's side lifted the Under-19 World Cup at the South African venue of Benoni with a comprehensive 17-run win over the reigning champs. After compiling 7-53 to of their 50 overs, the Australians, with four young fast bowlers and the spin of Ralph McMillan, bowled out India's previously unbeaten side for 174 of 43.5 overs. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, partly cloudy, 33, Perth, sunny, 34, Adelaide, same forecast, 38, Melbourne, sunny, 35, Hobart, partly cloudy, 28, Albury-Wodonga, sunny, 33, Canberra, mostly sunny, 30 degrees, Wollongong, similar conditions, 27, Sydney, mostly sunny, 29, Newcastle, same forecast, 29, Brisbane, a shower or two, 30 degrees, Townsville, mostly sunny, 32, Cairns, similar conditions, 32, Ali Springs, partly sunny, 36. Darwin, showers and a possible storm, 31 degrees. And the Torres Strait Islands, light rain and 29 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News.